Welcome to Tuesday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. We've got another $100 gift card on the line in today's Cover Lovers. And of course, the gift cards are courtesy of our friends, slash Carla Marie's brother, at Center Steakhouse in Point Pleasant Beach, which is where we are going to have our last My Day Friday podcast this Friday. Cover Lovers today, it's pop punk covers, but they sound like a video game. So just be prepared for that. What do you got in What's Trending today, Carla Marie? If you have a morning iced coffee, you're going to need this. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Tuesday, June 14th, 2022. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. It is not a good time for fake money. Wall Street and cryptocurrencies continued to take a hit yesterday. First, to Wall Street, where the S&P 500 dropped and officially triggered a bear market for investors. A bear market essentially means an index or an individual stock has fallen 20% or more from a recent high for a sustained period of time. The last time we had a bear market was about two years ago during the first two months of the pandemic lockdown. Many investors and financial experts feel like we still have not hit the bottom of this stock market dip, but there is good news for investors. Historically, the S&P 500 has come back from every one of its prior bear markets to eventually set a new all-time high. In 2020, it took about three weeks to rebound from a bear market, while the longest bear market lasted 61 months, which if you're counting, works out to just over five years. Now, on to cryptocurrency, where the price of Bitcoin and similar currencies have continued to take a hit. In fact, it was so bad yesterday that one of the big crypto lenders, Celsius, cited extreme market conditions and halted all withdrawals, while Ethereum, one of the most widely used cryptocurrencies, was also down more than 20%. An armed person was shot dead by officers after they entered a building which was holding a sports camp for kids yesterday morning. The Duncanville, Texas Fieldhouse had over 200 children inside when police received calls about a person with a gun inside the building. Officers arrived within two minutes and there was an exchange of fire between them and the gunman. They provided first aid on him, but he was pronounced dead after being transported to a hospital. From what we understand so far, the gunman confronted someone at the front desk and fired shots. The front desk person then alerted all the counselors who locked the doors and moved children to safe zones. The gunman tried to enter a locked classroom, and when he couldn't get in, he fired inside. An 18-year-old camp counselor had to corral a group of four- to six-year-olds and said they hid in a classroom and tried to keep quiet as the gunman came to their door and said if they didn't let him in, that he was going to, quote, shoot up the place. No children were harmed at the summer camp. They were brought to a recreation center for their parents to pick them up, and they all went home safe. Police have not released the identity of the gunman or a motive at the point of recording this podcast. Today marks the 117th day that WNBA star Brittany Griner has been detained in a Russian jail. Yesterday, officials from the State Department met with her NBA team, the Phoenix Mercury, to update the team on the department's efforts to get Griner released. Officials that met with the team are from a specialized office that advocates for hostages and wrongfully detained Americans. Now, although Griner was detained on February 17th in Russia for allegedly having cannabis products in her luggage, the U.S. Department transferred her case to the State Department Presidential Envoy for Hostage Affairs because they reclassified her case as being wrongfully detained. 
The State Department had previously stated they are working to bring Griner and another American, Paul Whelan, back from Russia. 117 days is a mighty long time to be locked up in a foreign country. But thankfully for Brittany Griner, she can at least receive emails and letters through an account set up by her agent. Emails are basically printed out and delivered in bunches after they're looked over by Russian officials, where she can then read them and respond back when her lawyers get back to their office. They scan the responses from Griner and pass them back to the United States. 95,000 cans of baby formula have landed at LAX, and it came from Australia. And that's all to help ease the shortage U.S. families are dealing with. This was part of the White House's Operation Fly formula and was shipped directly from a Melbourne, Australia company called Bub's Instant Formula. The formula should hit shelves in California the week of June 20th. Good news, guys. A quick reminder, it's not all doom and gloom. Here's today's hope for humanity. A company based in Denmark is launching a test this month in Taiwan that could give a lot of hope to all of humanity. The company is called Orsted, and they developed a plan to use the foundation of offshore wind turbines to grow coral reefs. The idea has a bunch of positive aspects, but here are the two biggest. First, if this works, the model can be used to grow coral reefs on any structure built in tropical waters around the world. Secondly, the method for growing coral on these new structures doesn't involve removing coral from anywhere else in the ocean. They use surplus coral egg bundles that wash up on shore, grow them in a facility, and then place them on the underwater structures of offshore wind turbines. Now, 34% of marine life relies on coral reefs in some way, and due to pollution and climate change, coral reefs are rapidly disappearing. And if you've filled up your car recently with some gas, you know that relying on gas and oil companies to power our lives puts us at the mercy of those billion-dollar empires. So this plan could save the ocean and reduce our reliance on fossil fuels all at the same time. Our latest You Look Great apparel collection dropped yesterday, and we loved hearing from everyone who told us what they bought. But we did get some complaints, like, there are too many things, and I don't know what to get. That's because we have every color you could imagine in tank tops, crewnecks, t-shirts, and hoodies. There are even tie-dye options and kid sizes as well. Though I have been noticing more adults are ordering tie-dye items than kids are. All items are pre-order and will ship the week of July 25th. You can shop them at youlookgreat.co. Just when I think their games couldn't get any weirder. All the songs you know and love, but different. Let's play Cover Lovers. As we have a gift card up for grabs, we are about to listen to two former champions yes. go head to head. So why don't you introduce today's contestants, Carla Marie? We've got Jessa checking in from Teaneck, New Jersey. Good morning, Jessa. Good morning. So when you played last time, you played against your brother and you won. Yes. But you yes. said you're more nervous this morning. Why? Well, I don't know Dana and she won her round as well. So I think this is going to be a tough competition. Okay, we'll see. And like you said, Dana from Long Island is also here this morning. Good morning, Dana. Good morning. And you won as well. So we, like Anthony said, we've got two champions, but a gift card is on the line today from Sinner Steakhouse <laughs> in Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey. Now, not only do we have champions going head to head, we are actually going to be merging the categories that you guys competed in already into today's cover lovers. So it's all going to be rock oh based covers. And uh, okay. we're going to go, let's say, early to mid 2000s based. Okay. Okay. 
you are going to be hearing these covers, these songs that you probably know, you're going to be hearing them done in an 8-bit style, which means like kind of old school video game, think Nintendo, that kind of sound. Oh, 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 Dana does not look happy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm okay. I got this. All right. <laughs> well, now that we have the, the contestants introduced, yes. the game explained, who is kicking it off, Carla Marie? Jessa. Jessa, here is your first Cover Lover's Clue. Um, I think it's My Chemical Romance, I'm Not Okay. Two points. Yeah. Well done. Well done. One of my favorite songs yeah. and bands of all time. Now, two points there. We move over to Dana's part of round one. Sugar, we're going down by Fallout Boy. Sugar, we're going down. Fallout Boy. One of my favorite songs and bands of all time. We are going to move into round two as you both have two points apiece. Jessa, it is back to you. Here is your cover lover's clue. Buddy Holly by Weezer. Two points. I will say that song in 8-bit, I want to play whatever video game yeah, that would be, be in. so fun. Because it does sound like a lot of fun. <laughs> Dana, we are still perfect as we get to your part yeah. of round two. Do you Don't, feel the pressure mounting? A little bit. Don't mess it I up. <laughs> All right. Well, here <laughs> is your second cover lover's clue. Blink-182, what's my age again? There we go. Oh, man, ladies. Perfect. So we are entering round three. There's obviously a $100 gift card to Sinner Steakhouse Ooh. on the line, courtesy of Carla Marie's brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still perfect as we move back to you, Jessa. You, you look nervous. Yeah, she's so nervous. <laughs> I'm getting a little more nervous, yeah. All right, well. As it goes, it keeps getting worse. <laughs> here is your cover lover's clue. I know it's Paramore, um, but uh, I think it's uh, the title. Um, I'm into you. Paramore. Still I'm... into you. So don't get still into you. Paramore. Final answer. Final answer. Okay. Paramore. Yes. Still yes. into you. Did I yes. get that right? Yes. Well, congratulations, because you also got it right. Yeah. Two points. Woo! 
That final answer was important there. Yeah, right. Right in there at the last second. Okay. The buzzer moment. Dana. The pressure, Dana. We're going to need two points points out of you to get to the tiebreaker. Okay. If you can't get two points, the game is over, and the $100 gift card gets handed right over to Jessa. Digitally, of course, because we can't hand it to you in Zoom. Dana, here is your cover lover's clue. Lincoln Park in the end. Lincoln Park in the end. Final answer? Yeah. Two yeah. points. I tried so hard. You're really nervous at the end there. Man, I'm getting ready to get my brother on the phone to see if we can do an extra gift card when uh, you guys end up tying this well, game. Here, here is how the tiebreaker works. The tiebreaker is sudden death. So first point wins. I have in front of me a 20-second clip. Again, in 8-bit form from an early 2000s rock song. The second you can identify the song, you do not have to wait till the final buzzer. The second you can identify the song, yell your name, we will stop the song. And if you guess the title or artist correctly, you win the game. Dana, are you ready? I'm ready. Jessa, are you ready? Yes. Dana. Dana got it it right before Jessa did. Let's see if she got, what is it? Oh, I'm I'm not 100% sure on the song title, but I think it's System of a Down. System of a Down is correct. What's the name of the song? Chop Suey. Chop Suey. Chop Suey is the name of the song, but because it was overtime, sudden death overtime, first point one. Meaning, Dana, you are today's champion. I will say that watching that, both of their faces were pure panic in the beginning. And then in that exact moment, they were like... Yeah, that was we, we might need it to post so this long video. for that part. I know. And you I know, know what's cr- the craziest part is you were literally half a second away from the game actually ending in a tie. The song Aww. you were you were about to hear that sound Aww. about Aww. half a second I away. I can't. I can't. That was, was I hated that actually. I never want that to happen ever again. Squeaking by with the closest <laughs> win we have ever had. Yes. In the morning show podcast history. Oh man, uh, Dana! Congratulations. Your one hundred dollar gift you. card to Sinner Steakhouse is on the way. Yep. Uh, come hang out with us this Friday. We'll be there doing an event. You can reach out to us to see if we have more spots. It's hello at CarlaMarieAnthony.com. But you don't have to come hang out with us this Friday. You can always go at CinderSteakhouse.com if you want to make a reservation. Jessa, <sighs> it was a tough loss, but we appreciate you hanging out with us. You're as close to a winner as you possibly could yeah, be. Yeah, seriously. I, like half, not even half a second, <laughs> half of a half of a second. No, I, I had fun, so that's all that counts. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> we appreciate both you guys and both of you for making time, not only once, but twice to come back and hang out with us on the Morning Show podcast. Yeah. Oh, nerds. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. 
This is for cheese nerds and history nerds, and it's going to sound a bit like a children's novel, but stick with me here. The USDA maintains a hoard of 1.4 billion pounds of cheese in caves underneath Springfield, Missouri. But let's go into the history of the cheese caves. They were originally created to help control the supply and demand of dairy. Milk production peaks during the spring calving season, but consumer demand for milk peaks in the fall when kids are back to school. In 1949, the USDA introduced the Dairy Product Price Support Program to stabilize markets. They began buying surplus milk in the form of cheese. When prices rose above a specified level, the government opened the cheese reserves, and when prices dipped, the government just bought more cheese. Then in the 70s, milk prices spiraled due to economic problems, so the Carter administration started buying cheese at a crazy rate to help save farmers, which then created a massive surplus. By 1984, there were five pounds of government cheese for every American, and it was starting to get moldy. The Reagan administration distributed as much as possible through food assistance programs. The Dairy Product Price Support Program ended in 2014 because even cheese was becoming political. The cost of cheese was in the hands of the Secretary of Agriculture, and that is obviously way too much power for one person. The government has continued to hoard cheese, but they use it for food assistance programs. And in storage, they've got 1.5 billion pounds of cheese and also 355 million pounds of butter, 211 million pounds of pecans, and about a billion pounds of french fries. It is Tuesday, which means we are on Twitch today. And today, Carla Marie can finally hint at a big opportunity that she's getting. We'll give you as many details as we possibly can. And it's also going to be our last Twitch show for the week since we've got some travel on Thursday that will keep us from being live. So come on over to our Twitch channel, hang out with us, join the chat live, or you can leave us on in the background while you're working from home, sitting at your office, or even driving around delivering Uber Eats or whatever else you do. Think of Twitch as a podcast with video and a live chat feature. We'll be on at 8 a.m. on the West Coast, 11 a.m. on the East Coast, and you can hit the link in the description of this podcast episode or go to twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. And if you've got the Twitch app already, just search for Carla Marie and Anthony. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. Let's get to an understanding. My job is to cover ridiculous things that arise in pop culture. So in short, I'm just doing my job. This is Pop Stop. A brand new song is about to drop from Queen. Yeah, and it has Freddie Mercury on the track. Queen's guitarist Brian May and drummer Roger Taylor were interviewed by BBC Radio, and they said they found a previously unheard song recorded by the band before Freddie died. Roger said, quote, We did find a little gem from Freddie that we'd kind of forgotten about, and it's wonderful. Actually, it was a real discovery. End quote. The track was originally recorded for their 1989 album, The Miracle, and it will be released this September. Two things that I absolutely love. Number one, Lady Gaga. Number two, the DC Comics movie Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix. One thing I'm definitely unsure of, the new rumors that Lady Gaga is signing on to play the role of Harley Quinn in a sequel to the Joker movie alongside Joaquin Phoenix. Now, you might be asking, hey, Anthony, if you love the movie and you love Lady Gaga so much, wouldn't you want to see Lady Gaga in the next movie? My answer is a resounding maybe. 
the thing that gives me a lot of pause is the rumors circulating as of yesterday are that the sequel may also be a musical. So really, there's just a lot going on here that I'm unsure of. The story is still developing, and a lot of changes can happen between now and the final product, considering we don't even have a release date to the follow-up Joker film. And for what it's worth, I am hoping that if this is all true, it's still a phenomenal movie. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. If you start your day with an iced coffee, you need this. It's essentially a koozie for your iced coffee cup, no matter where you get it from, because it comes in a variety of different sizes. The company is called Java Sock, and it's great for winter iced coffee drinkers who don't want their hands to freeze off, and perfect for summer iced coffee drinkers because you know that condensation on those cups is insane. They also make Java Socks for hot coffee, water bottles, pint glasses, and any other drink you can imagine. Shout out to Emily from Olympia, Washington, who told me about Java Socks so I can share it with you. Hit the link in the description of this episode so you can shop Java Socks. The Morning Show Podcast. I listen to you guys every morning with Carla Marie and Anthony. Thank you to Center Steakhouse for providing us with a gift card to give away during this week's games. And if you want to come to the event this Friday, you're in the area. We've got a link in the description of this episode. Fill out that form and we'll get you all set up. Yeah, space is limited. So that's why we need to get like a number of who's going to show up. But we would love to see you there. So please do that. And of course, thank you to Lauren Ray, Mike Meredith and Jason Burrows who have helped make this podcast possible. Thanks for listening to The Morning Show Podcast. Catch Carla Marie and Anthony live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony.